0: of the Lord. We pray God's blessings uh, are upon you. We had a wonderful seniors dinner yesterday uh, at the home there. Just a a, a beautiful time, wonderful time uh, in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for those that labored and worked in that. Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 8. Let's keep our minds on the Lord today. I really feel like God has come to minister. He is reaching. He has brought you here this morning because He wants to minister to you. He wants to touch you uh, in His power with His mercy, His grace, His compassion. He wants you to know how much He loves you today. He has come to lift you up and not push you down. He has come to help and not be a hindrance. He has come to bless you. Amen. He's here to bless you and not condemn you. Matthew chapter 10 verse number 8. The word of the Lord says heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. The part that I want to grab from this that we'll build on in this service here today is freely ye have received, freely give. Let's say that. Freely ye have received, freely give. Last week we spoke uh, on the subject from the position of giving. And we know that giving is important. But I, I want to talk to us under the anointing today on the position of receiving if we do not learn how to receive from God we will miss out on so much that the Lord is wanting to do for us and there are many things that hinder me and you from receiving from the Lord freely he said ye have receive. God has walked into this place here today and He has brought gifts unto men. He has brought forgiveness here today. His love today. His strength Today, His healing is in this place today. His deliverance is in the house of God today. And you and I are in His presence. And we need to position ourselves to receive from Him today. There are some of us, the Lord, He's wanting to bless you, help you. You've come burdened down. You've come hurting physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually and you don't know how to receive from Him. I hope today before this service is done you're able to open yourself up to the Lord and let Him touch you in the depth of your heart and in the depth of your spirit and bring healing to you, your marriage, your family, everything about you. God loves you today and He wants to bless you today. Father, we pray for your power upon this message. Anoint, Lord, move in this congregation. We ask it in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And everybody say, Amen. Turn to two or three people around you and tell them, Receive from the Lord today. Amen. I'm not going to hold us very long here. I feel like the Lord has come to minister. There are people in this congregation today that you have been battling with things, harboring things, holding on to things deep inside of your heart and spirit that God has been wanting to deliver you from, set you free from. Some of us, you know, it's hard to seem, it's hard to think that this would be true, but some of us have learned to lean on our our pain and lean upon our suffering it's actually a crutch to us it, it, it's it's like a security we wouldn't know what to do without it but I want to tell you God wants to make an exchange with you today he wants to exchange your suffering for his spirit he wants to exchange your confusion for his wisdom and knowledge he wants to exchange your fear with his love and his power he wants to exchange your condemnation with his redemption he's in this place today because he is in love with you he shed his blood for you you don't have to walk around with this stuff in your life Jesus Christ loves you Some of us cannot receive healing because we feel that we are sick because of something maybe we have uh, done wrong and we deserve this sickness. We hear statements like, well this must be my punishment for such and such or well I guess this is my lot in life. Friend, I want to tell you, God didn't have to punish you for your sin your sin will punish you enough the punishment of of sin is built in look at James 1 and 5 then when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth sin and when it is finished it bringeth forth punishment is built in God does not have to single you out for your wrong and punish you sin will take care of that but I'm telling you today God has walked into this place because he wants to forgive you of your sin and relieve you of that burden and that heavy weight and give you his love, his power, and his redemption. God did not shed his blood on the cross to come into a church like this and to beat you down and tell you how horrible you are how wrong you are how bad you are how much you've done wrong I'm afraid not my friend we all take care of that ourselves we're well able to condemn ourselves we are well able for others to condemn us Jesus Christ is not the condemned He is the Redeemer. Clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise. He is worthy. If we will position ourselves to receive from him, then we can know in our heart that whatever God does in our life, it is for his glory. Listen to pastor. This is the point that you need to understand is that you have never given God the opportunity to heal you you have never given him the opportunity to forgive you you have harbored your pain you have harbored your guilt you have harbored your condemnation you have held on to these things out of guilt and self condemnation but today we can position ourselves with an understanding that he is a love Forgiving, healing, delivering. That's the kind of God we serve. Position ourselves that God can touch us. We got to position ourselves in our mind. We got to position ourselves in our heart. Remember, the Bible tells us who the accuser is. It is Satan himself. He is the accuser of the brethren, but also man is the accuser. We're accused by others, and we accuse ourselves. But nowhere does the Bible say that God is the accuser God is not the accuser he don't have to accuse you of anything he already knows he don't have to assume anything. He already has the answer. He knows who you are. He knows what you've done. He knows where you've been. He knows your thoughts. He knows your sin. He knows your failures. Yet in all of that, the Bible tells us for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. What is that joy? You were that joy you are that joy that's why he shed his blood that's why he died on the cross that you might come here today on this day and receive his love and its power and his redemption Somehow before this day is over, I pray you're able to shake the devil off. I pray you're able to shake yourself, your own condemnation off and say, I have heard from the word of the Lord today. God is the lover of my soul. God is the savior. God is my deliverer. And I come to him and give myself to him. He said to that woman, where are thou? Where are your condemners? Where are your accusers? And she looked around and she said, Lord, I I have none. They called her in the very act of adultery. They literally drug her out out of a house while she was in bed with another with another woman's husband they drug her out probably by the hair of her head drug her through a dirty street naked threw her down naked in the presence of the Lord with everybody standing around and the shame that must have come upon her oh God the condemnation that must have come upon her will her friends find out will her family? know will this be spread about and now here I am in front of the greatest teacher that has ever walked the earth in front of the most holy man that has ever lived the only man without sin and here I lie the redeemer of Israel the judge of all the earth and he looks at her and he says woman where are thine accusers that's after he ran them off he said he that is without sin why Why don't you cast the first stone? if you're sinless, if you're without pain, if you're without failure, if you're without fault, then you can go ahead and pick up the first stone and feel free to throw it. But if you've ever lied, if you've ever hated your brother, if you ever had a bad thought, if you ever said a bad word, if you've ever done a bad deed, if you ever read a bad line, if you ever saw a bad scene, you've got no right to judge her. And so God went a little further. He didn't only say you don't have a right to judge. He said, get out of here. Leave my presence. Leave me with this woman who you drug and presence that I might love her that I might help her he said woman neither do I condemn thee go and sin no more that's what I want to happen in this building here today I hope enough Holy Ghost shows up that every accuser every liar every demon every thought in your mind every thought in your heart it's chased off by the power of God Come on somebody, come on somebody, come on, let's praise him, let's praise him. I want to tell you, the only way to push it out, the only way to chase it off, is to get into the presence of the very one you've been running from. (laughs) Woo! Aren't you glad? He wouldn't one of those Pharisees or one of those priests or one of those Levites. Aren't you glad He wasn't one of those That would have judged her They would have broke out the law of Moses They would have condemned her Those stinking hypocrites Yes they would have When John stood before them He called them vipers And he called them snakes He said before you can receive this He said why don't you go bring meat Or repentance You're just a hypocrite Jesus Christ himself Called them hypocrites. It's, uh, why not because He was trying to condemn them He was trying to get them to understand We have all fallen We have all failed We have all fallen short We all need one another We don't need to condemn one another We need to bless one another We need to help one another We need to encourage one another We need to pray for one another We need to uplift one another We need to encourage one another Oh, my brother, my brother, you have sinned. I heard you have sinned. I am so sorry. Come, come, come. We're going to pray. I didn't go to nobody else. I didn't even go to pastor. I went to my brother. That's what James says. He says, ye of ye who are in the faith, go to the brother who has a fault. Go to him. Encourage him. Pray with him. Help him. Strengthen up. Word of God says over and over beware lest you find yourself in the same situation. Go and love them. Go and care for them. Go and pray for them. Nobody else has got to know. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to reel anything. Cover it under the blood. Put it in prayer. Give it unto God. And secure position to receive from God. I got to get myself in a position to receive from God. And if I'm going to do that, I got to get condemnation out of my heart. But pastor, I have sinned. We have all sinned. (laughs) But pastor, you don't know mine and you don't know mine. And I had no intentions of ever telling you. I only told my wife 33% of them. Those were the ones I f- truly felt she wouldn't divorce me over. Or at least get a cast iron pod out of the cabinet and beat my head in while I was asleep at night. The rest of them, they go straight. I know all you other guys out there. Y'all so perfect. Y'all so perfect. I know you. I'm your friend. I know more about you than your wife knows you better be glad I'm preaching a message like this Uh, I I know some I know some of them out there preach just the opposite yeah you need to go confess no 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 I confess to no one but Jesus Christ why? Because he's the only one that can heal, and he's the only one that can forgive, and he's the only one that can redeem. Now, I'm probably going to get in trouble with this, because it's on, it's on that Facebook thing up there, and they, they put it on YouTube and all that stuff. But when David had committed adultery, and David had committed murder... And and he got, the prophet came, and he got found out through the prophet. God did not expose him, embarrass him, or, or anything. But when David went to repent, he fell on his face. And he said, God, I have sinned against you and you alone. I want you to follow me on that. There's things that we will do that will affect our brother and it will affect our sister, but we cannot repair that. We are not God. The only thing we can do is truly repent before the Lord Jesus Christ and get it right and watch God repair the breaches. Watch God Fill in the potholes. Watch God. Put everything together. What are you saying preacher? Quit condemning yourself. You'll never get healed. You'll never be fixed. You'll never be right. It's Satan that's keeping you in a position of condemnation. Because he knows that. Not the sin. The condemnation is what will destroy you. And it will destroy you and it will destroy your marriage and it will destroy your children and it will destroy you as a young man, your ministry. It will destroy you as a young lady and your ministry with God and your place with God. It's not the sin you committed. God can forgive that. But you have got to get your heart in a position to receive forgiveness. He said, freely receive. It doesn't charge you anything. Misunderstand, pastor. There's some things we do that the consequences will follow. I understand that. But condemnation doesn't have to abide in it. There may be some of you here today the Lord touched my heart with this because he wants you to know how much he loves you and that he forgives you but the only way for you to receive that love and receive that forgiveness is for you to position yourself to receive it and if you're in condemnation you are not in position to receive forgiveness because it's like the pig going back to the mud you can clean him up but he's going to go right back to the mud you can come into this altar and ask God for forgiveness for something in your heart that you harbor your own condemnation concerning because it was such horrible thing And you hurt other people. And you you can't figure out how to fix it. how to make it right and so you come and you pray and God touches you and you feel his forgiveness but you weren't in the position to receive that forgiveness and you walk right back out of those doors and the condemnation comes right back into your heart and you fall right back into that position and it's not the sin that you did that's causing the pain in your heart because the sin is in your past. It's already gone. It's already done. Whoever Whoever's hurt is hurt, the damage has already been done. No, what's walking around with you is your inability to position yourself to be forgiven of God. We've got we've got ladies, we got ladies in this place that before knowing God, you got pregnant, you were full of fear, you you had an abortion, and now you know God. And every night you go to bed because truth is on you now and your heart is in pain that you took the life of that little baby in your womb and you and you don't know and every time somebody comes down who can't get pregnant and they say pray for me I can't get pregnant I want God to touch my womb and get me pregnant condemnation comes to you again because you realize not everybody was as blessed as you to be able to conceive in that womb and all oh, the condemnation comes but God has come here to tell you today God has that little baby in his hands he or she belongs to God now God wants you in his hands and God is saying to you today come on position yourself for him to forgive you for you to receive that forgiveness let go of that pain and give it to God Some of our young ladies here today, you can't forgive yourself. And it wasn't even your fault. Here you were, just a little girl. I don't know. Maybe a family member. Maybe a stranger. Maybe mama's boyfriend. Who knows? But they abused you. And they misused you. And the devil has taken that. And he's twisted that in your mind. And somehow he's convinced you that it was your fault. And that you yielded yourself to it. And that you, you made yourself available to him and you're the dirty one not him you're the bad one not him i'm here to tell you that is a lie from hell it is a lie from hell and god is here he wants you to release that condemnation he wants you to let go of that it's not from him the only thing you're gonna get from god is his love and his gentleness and his peace and his protection We gotta position ourselves. We gotta let go of this condemnation. We gotta let go. I know some of us, we've done things that it haunts us and it follows us. And then there are those of us that are here today that it seems like we keep repeating over and over the same thing. I'm gonna give you a little clue. It's because you never let God forgive you the first time. And when you harbor your own condemnation and your own guilt inside of your heart and you don't truly position yourself to receive the forgiveness and the love of God so that He can cleanse your heart, your mind and your spirit. You're opening up that door. You're opening up that door to walk right back into the same failure. That's what condemnation does. It doesn't bring you to God. It pushes you away from God and it walks you right back through the same door that condemns you last week. to condemn you again and again and again and again and again. I'm here to tell you, yesterday is gone. Today is a brand new day. Don't repent about yesterday. You already gave that to God. Take care of today. Open up your heart. Get rid of your condemnation. Open up your heart. Let God touch you. Let God redeem you. some of you are addicted and you can't break that addiction. Addicted to pornography. Addicted to drugs. Addicted to alcohol. Addicted to whatever it may be. There's so many things that are out there and you can't break that that addiction. It's because every time you come to the altar and you seek the face of God and he begins to touch you. That's his way of saying I love you. I'm here for you. I want to lift you up. I want to bring you out. I want to help you. I want to restore you. I want to make you whole every time you begin to feel that all the yesterdays start flooding your mind why it's because it's what the devil's good at it's what the devil's good at but you want to know the one person on earth that's better at bringing up your past than the devil you you you're the number one enemy of your own Forgiveness. Us. But I just can't bring myself to the position. Music, if you'll come. I, I never got to the first scripture. That's a good thing I didn't send them to you. Let's stand, if you will. God wants to break this thing here today. I'm telling you, his power is here to heal you. It has never been his lack of ability to deliver you from your addiction. That has never been the problem. The problem is you have never let it go. And I don't mean what you're addicted to. I mean you have never let the condemnation go when he said to her neither do I condemn thee go and sin no more the only way she was not going to continue in sin is if she left that condemnation at the feet of Jesus Christ she had to walk away from that area with the Lord Knowing inside of her that she had been forgiven. It didn't mean that more pain wouldn't come. It didn't mean that the results of actions may not arise themselves. It's possible. Actions of the past can certainly cause consequences of the present. And even of the future. But the difference is. When you know that you are forgiven. You are able to face those consequences with strength. Rather than weakness. And you're able to look into the eyes of the person that maybe you have offended and harmed and wronged not in shame because shame goes with condemnation. They leave together and you're able to look at them not in shame but you're able to look at them in love and you're able to say not in shame but in love forgive me for what I have done to you and you are able to walk away not in shame but in love knowing that God will take care of that situation but I must go on if I'm going to be used by God I cannot stay in this place of shame, I cannot stay in this place of condemnation. I must go on. And the only way that can happen is for you to have the assurance in your heart. And I have been forgiven. Everybody say freely. The word says. That if we confess our sins. forgive us of those sins. But He doesn't, that verse doesn't stop there. He does not just forgive you of your sins. He restores you in His righteousness. That means as though that act never happened never committed never took place he puts his righteousness on you every eye closed I know the Lord sent me here today to to minister on this and I I knew that this is all I was going to talk about this morning even though I still went ahead and wrote it Three hour message. Because you're here today. Yes, you are. You're here today. And you have failed over and over. And every time you seem to get back on your feet fell again you say well I'd go down there but those that know me I know what they're thinking they're thinking ah they'll be back that's condemnation and you cannot come to God And not be in a position to receive His forgiveness. Oh, He'll forgive you, but you won't receive it. You'll walk away with the same pain in your heart. And it's that condemnation and pain that will drive you right back to the old habit and the old way. Or maybe you did something Years ago, or not so long ago, and you just can't forgive yourself, and the condemnation weighs heavy. The Lord has come here today to tell you how much He loves you, or maybe something was done to you. And somehow you've condemned yourself for it. Oh, the trick of the enemy. To keep us from God. His love is here today. His love's here. Well, pastor, I'd come down there, but then everybody's going to think the worst. Well, first of all, who cares? Let me tell you in Louisiana terms. Who gives a flip? But secondly, (laughs) don't you think for a minute that they shouldn't be right down there next to you? Because they should. I wonder if there's someone here today that will step out and say, today I'm going to come to the Lord and it may be for the hundredth time but today I'm going to leave my condemnation in the altar today when I walk away and His power and His love has touched me I am going to leave that condemnation in the altar. And I am going to recognize His love for me. His forgiveness He no longer holds it against me. I am no longer going to hold it against myself. I'm going to go on, God. I'm going to go on. I'm going to leave the results in Your hands, Lord. I'm going to leave the results in Your hands. I'm going to leave the results in your hands. But today I give my life to you. I will no longer walk in condemnation. I want to be used by you, God. I want your your spirit to flow through me out of love. I want to be able to go to those that I've hurt or those that have hurt me. And there be no pain or no condemnation or nothing there, just the love of God. I've been set free, I've been loosed. My Lord has forgiven me. You got to say that today Jesus has forgiven me, Jesus has forgiven me me you need to say it let yourself hear yourself say it Jesus has forgiven me I am forgiven I am forgiven Condemnation, you must go. Come on, that's what the Lord wants to do today. Just like He sent away the condemners of that woman, God wants to send away the condemnation that's in your life. Constantly condemning you, constantly reminding you. you come if you'll step out if you'll step out God will begin to chase away every condemner every spirit of condemnation God will begin to chase it away that when he forgives you there is no condemnation left because God wants you to be free he wants to be able to use you he wants his glory to flow through you come on sir you've got a son or a daughter you abandoned years ago Lay that condemnation at this altar Come on now You got a son or a daughter you abandoned You had an abortion years ago God is here to forgive God is here to redeem Come on you've been assaulted ruled your life but not today not today not any longer no i wonder if you'll reach out to him reach out to him with your heart reach out to him with your spirit come on he's here to chase away that condemnation